Hey, hey, hey. Welcome to the Bring It On Podcast. I am Erin. I am your host. I might be a bit crazy, sometimes obsessed, a little bit overdramatic probably sometimes, but hey, I'm passionate about what I believe in, and I'm not scared to speak it out loud. Sometimes we agree, sometimes we don't. So, that being said, let's go. What's up, friends? How's everybody doing today? Happy Thursday. Hey, I actually know what day of the week it is. I didn't even have to cheat and look, (laughs) which is kind of a first because usually I'm like, uh, what day is it? I am actually the one that has been okay about sticking with my days of the week being on track this week, even though kids are on vacation and from school and like, you know, when kids go on vacation for Christmas break, I feel like we just are out of our regular routine and figuring out what day of the week it is becomes a struggle as a parent. I don't know. Maybe it's just me. No, I know it's not just me because like everybody's like, fuck, what day is it? And then they don't go back to school until Tuesday, not Monday. They don't go to school on Monday. Little turds have Monday off too. So they don't go back to school until Tuesday and then, um, yeah, so we're, we're going to be messed up for another couple weeks, you guys. I just don't even know what to say. <laughs> and then the following Wednesday, they have an early out. And then it's the end of the quarter on the 13th, which should be Friday the 13th. Did you know we have a Friday the 13th in January, all you superstitious friends out there? Um, we do. We have a Friday the 13th in January. Way to kick off the new year, 2023. At least I think that's what I'm looking at. Yeah, it is. It is 2023. So we are a couple days away from the new year. I know um, a lot of us will at this time of year feel like a relief for this year is coming to an end. I don't know why we do that because like it's just another day and it, it everything just keeps going. So I don't know why we think that the first of the year is like a fresh start. I mean, any day can be a fresh start just as all of what you make of it I guess that's kind of my theory on the whole thing of the new year and starting something new and this and that and the other thing but it's an easy marker point for us to remember I think that's part of what it is it's like it's easy to remember um you started this new thing on January 1 so it's an easy way to remember like hey we this is a been a year and it's an easy way to mark the time. So maybe that's what it is. I don't know. Usually everybody at the beginning of the year is like on fire and ready to just take on the world and um, crush some goals. And then by like, I don't know, second week in February, it's just the same old shit. <laughs> and we try every year to not let it be the same old shit. So I don't want it to be the same old shit, but I don't feel like, I don't really make New Year's resolutions anymore. I think they're kind of just fad, and I really suck at following fads. Um, so I don't make New Year's resolutions. I do make goals for the year and write down my goals and my targets, and I have a few more things yet to get 
nailed down and written down insofar as those things go on like the shit that I want to accomplish for 2023. But I feel like, um, I don't know, I feel like New Year's resolutions have become such a cliche thing that it sounds like a great idea initially and then it just falls off. So it's kind of depressing. Maybe that's why I don't do it. But hey, if it works for you, then freaking awesome. I am I'm here for it. If whatever works for you. We're all different. We ain't all the same. Man, can you imagine how fucking boring it would be if we were all the same? I don't know, though. I, have you guys seen this uh, video floating around about these babies being uh, grown in like these little um, plastic egg looking things? <laughs> I don't remember what it was. I'm like, uh, that's creepy as fuck. And I don't know if it's like a real thing or if it's just some made up shit for to like make people go crazy or what. But like it was creepy watching it and listening to this thing talk about how you can pick the attributes of your child. Um, creepy. <sighs> nothing like being an individual or anything. Uh, okay. So I don't know. I, I, there is, I feel like we have reached the point. Well, okay. No, we have not reached the point. We have surpassed the point of technology for the sake of technology. And I know that makes me sound old, but like, do we really comprehend the consequences of the shit that we're doing? I mean, really. Just sit down and think about that for a little while. And depending on how old you are, like most of you guys that listen to my show are similar age as I am. You know, we didn't have a cell phone attached to us 24-7 when we were kids. We didn't have an unlimited amount of um, options for entertainment I mean, we had like three channels plus PBS and you know that I I always think of this. We had three channels and if the president was on, your night was screwed. I don't remember what comedian said that. Was it Foxworthy? Maybe. Anyways, um, you know, like now we have so many options, we can't make a decision. That's fucked up. So is it really good? Is it really good? Or is it kind of a double-edged sword? I'm not saying that all technology is bad, and I'm not saying that technology is bad. That's not the case, but I feel like we don't think about the consequences of it. You know, I have firsthand experienced a difference in my kid, my oldest kid, when the first time um, we took away the PlayStation. Like he would play the PlayStation. I mean, the kid would never sleep if, or and never eat if I didn't force him to take it off that fucking thing when we first got it. And I know that like I'm not the only parent that's seen that shit. Um, and then when he got in trouble at school for the umpteenth thousandth fucking time, it got boxed up and put away for the rest of the school year. And after two weeks of being unplugged, he was like a normal human being. He could have a conversation with a complete stranger. And not just like duck his head and hide or look at the ground and not speak. That's something. Like if your kids are struggling um, 
seriously rein in the electronics or just take them away. Even, I mean, Livy's not quite so sucked into it, but even her now, she's starting to get um, to the point where if if she watches too much YouTube video, like her attitude has changed and she's kind of a little shit. And um, so being aware of that and kind of uh, trying to not allow that to happen. I mean, that's our job as parents, right? Is to make sure that we're raising kids that can go out and function in real life. And I really question a lot of the the things that these kids do and how they act and like, man, some of these kids, I want to fucking backhand them, but they're not my kids. <laughs> and they'll take you to jail for shit like that. Uh, yeah, I don't know. But anyways, so that's something to think about. Maybe um, detoxing a little bit from the electronics. Alex is grounded from his uh, PlayStation again and um, his phone actually too. He hasn't had his phone for about, it's probably been every bit of a month now, I think. But, you know, when your grades are garbage, you uh, lose privileges and those things are privileges. So here we are. <laughs> and he uh, he got a game, a PlayStation game for Christmas. And last year, it's again, he got a game for his PlayStation for Christmas. He couldn't play it until the end of school year last year. So, yeah, whatever. It didn't seem to bother him any. So I guess we'll see what happens. And since he wor- is going to be working full-time this summer, that uh, he probably isn't going to have much time to play it. Which, bummer. Bummer. It doesn't hurt my feelings at all. He turns into a little asshole when he plays that game too much or when he plays the PlayStation too much because he likes the like the the violent games like the Call of Duty and shit like that and shooting everything in sight and and they get kind of competitive with it which I'm not there's nothing wrong with being competitive but like when you're shooting your friends it's kind of I don't know about that it's kind of twisted. In my head anyways, but you know, what do you do? So I took the week off last week. I did not record anything and um, the record, the last time I recorded, I really did not have much of a focus or purpose or intention on what I was going to talk about specifically. So I kind of have, like, I've been all up in my fucking head. I am walking around in a boot again. Um... I have a, I think it's a metatarsal is what that's called. Like the long skinny bone that connects your toes to your ankle. I think that's a metatarsal. Listen, biology has been a long time ago. And that is when I learned all the bones in the body. And I didn't like, I'm not a doctor or continue medical education or anything like that. I think that's what it's called, but I don't remember. Anyways, whatever that second bone is, not the one from the big toe, which from the second toe, my left foot that goes up to my ankle, I'm like, it's got an owie in it. And the soft wave therapy helped, but it still was really painful and uh, walking on it. So it pretty much tells me that, yeah, it's a stress fracture. So the boot is on and it's been on for 20 days. That's it. Oh my God. 
So I have done a couple of spin class or I did a spin class on Tuesday without it and it felt good. And I did a ride here a week ago on my bike. It was not real intense without the boot on. It just I had to see. I just had to see. So, yeah, you know, it's fine. It's healing. It's just a slow process and I'm fucking impatient and I want to run and I can't run and it's making me cranky. So like I've been all up in my head about this because I mean, you guys know that the intensity and my workouts and stuff like that is what, what keeps me going. And I use that momentum to keep moving forwards and it like, it burns off the crazy. I can burn off the crazy by going out for a run. If I'm stressed out, if I'm pissed, if I'm feeling like totally down in the dumps, I'll go for a run and I feel good. I mean, sometimes the run sucks, but when I'm done with it, it feels good. I feel better. Like I'm, I don't know, I'm an endorphin junkie and I am not getting my dose of endorphins like I normally need and it is making me not very happy. So it's frustrating. I hate injuries. You know, ever since, ever since I broke my hip and then had that epiphany of like, I have to get my physical body like moving and you know instead of just treating myself like a fucking dumpster and being lazy and not doing you know anything which I really wasn't I never worked out before that Uh, well I mean I guess high school and college I did but like I never I didn't go to the gym really I tried for a little while and then I'm like fuck this and gave up and went back to my old habits like how many of us have done that how many fucking times (laughs) like seriously how many times have we all done it which is in part why I hate new year's resolutions because you I'll get all fired up for the new year start a new program and then two three weeks in you're like oh my god this is so hard everything hurts I fucking quit and you quit so I don't know but since I like I that Laying on the ground in the most pain I've ever experienced in my life was a pivotal moment for me. And the fear of not, of the unknown, that's what it was. I mean, really, that's what it was. It's like, oh my God, am I going to be able to walk again? Am I able, am I going to be stuck in a wheelchair? Am I going to like all the crazy shit that runs through your head when you don't know you know, like if you're going to be okay or if you're going to recover or, you know, all the things, you know, your brain just goes on overdrive and just races like crazy. And I was scared. And I mean, I've said this before is like, that's what drives me is that fear of being that person I used to be. You know, I have, there's like very few pictures of me in that time frame for purpose because I, I hated looking in the mirror. I was unhealthy. I was fat and I felt like garbage. And then I fall and I break my hip and yeah, like everything came crashing down on me all at once. And that was really uh, a very important turning point for me just because it woke me up. It made me realize like, listen, you're not 16 anymore. You can't treat your body like shit and get away with it. There are consequences. All those years of neglect, there's consequences for that shit. 
And mine came to a head in a very, um, I want to say violent manner because it it fucking hurt. Um, And it wasn't like a catastrophic incident. I slipped and fell and snap. But the, it was, yeah, it left an impression and I was terrified. I was just absolutely terrified. And I don't want to go back to that. I don't want to go back to being that person. So I, I, right now in this whole like injured on the sideline thing, it, it's, that's what bugs me is because it makes me afraid I'm going to like regress and go back to my old shit and I get up all in my head about it when it, it's, it forces me to try different things and try and do different things that I don't normally do. Like I have my regular routine that I fall back on and I know I need to change things up and I know I need to do different things. But you know, that whole like, <clears throat> you need to, yeah, I have, I struggle with that as well. Like I need to do this or I need to do that. And I know, and I know the consequences of not doing it. <clears throat> I do. Trust me. But man, I'm an endorphin junkie and like, it's, oh fuck, it's like 40 degrees or 45 degrees outside and the sun's shining. So I'm just hiding in my office right now, uh, recording because I want to go out and run and I can't because I'll fuck some shit up. I'll like explode my foot if I go try to run. I don't even have two tennis shoes here. So well, I guess I do, but I don't run in those because those will suck to run in. But like, I don't have my running shoes for a reason. They're like tucked away on a shelf where I really, it's, they're not in plain in my face sight to be too much of a temptation. I know myself. I'll be, I'll go do some Goggin shit and go run on it. And then, you know, I'll be, <laughs> I'll be starting back over at square one. I don't want to do that. But this whole waiting. I'm impatient. I don't like to wait. I don't know anybody that likes to wait for things, especially for shit to heal. It's it's a long, arduous process and it's boring and it's frustrating and just blah. It's just blah. So if you're on the injured reserve list right now, I feel you. And like you're not alone being all up in your head about shit and not being able to do nothing. But you figure out what you can do. So, you know, spinning um, on my on the spin bike in a boot is kind of a pain in the ass and it's awkward. And like uh, my hips are so far out of whack, like I don't even know what to do with myself. But it's pointless. I swear it's pointless. <laughs> it seems pointless to go get adjusted because like as soon as I walk for five minutes, they're fucking back to where they were before because I'm two different heights and I'm all whacked out cattywampus. It's all messed up. It's all messed up. What do you do? Suck it up and deal with it like everything else. So I hope you guys had a great Christmas. And um, we did. I'm going to like shift gears because I feel like I'm whining. <laughs> I hate whiners. I hate whining. It drives me crazy. And here I am whining and bitching. Stop it. Stop it. Christmas was good. Uh, I got Alex 
a uh, clay pigeon thrower and I found uh, the clay pigeons at Shields. I bought five boxes. <laughs> There's 90 clay pigeons in a box. But like if you're out shooting, you'll we'll go through them because I like to shoot too. I like to shoot trap. It's fun. And um, Alex did not hit any deer. Yeah, I don't really think he even shot at a deer. He shot at a possum when he was down at Albia deer hunting and uh, didn't hit it. I think he blew five slugs and <laughs> didn't hit it. So the kid needs to uh, practice some shooting. So maybe by next year, he'll have a better, have a better uh, grasp on hitting something as opposed to just smoking through a $20 box of deer slugs for nothing. I'm like I told him, I'm like, dude, those are kind of expensive and you need to not be just, if you want to go shoot just to go shoot we'll put some uh we'll put some birdshot trap loads in and go that route because that's way cheaper than deer slugs my friend what <laughs> that's what i get out of him he seemed pretty excited and he's at his dad's for the next couple days so i think uh it would be nice if he was home we could go shoot today but he's at his dad's so i don't know i should put it together and i should go out and shoot that's what I should do. Not happening today. It's quarter to four and Livy's at a friend's house having a play date. So we'll be going home here pretty soon, I guess. But yeah, and Olivia is, uh, we went to the water park yesterday and took a friend and they had a blast. I was toast by the time we came home. They've had a good vacation though, some time to just chill and you know, hang out with their friends and do stuff. And we didn't go crazy with the Christmas stuff this year. They had like three boxes each to open and that was pretty much it. And then they're stocking. And of course, like I always go so overboard with the stockings. Oh my God. There's probably enough like candy to kill a horse in there. Um, which is, is why do I do that? Like, why do I do that? I give my kids all this shit <sighs> because it's Christmas. And I do. And then I regret it every year. And I'm like, oh my God, y'all are going to be wanting to barf because your bellies are going to hurt. And they never do. But hey, they got iron stomachs, I swear. I couldn't eat that much candy and be able to not be puking. <laughs> but they're kids. They're young. They haven't destroyed their bodies yet as much as I had or have. Give them time, right? No. Trying to teach them better. Trying to teach them better, but yeah, we'll see how that works out. <clears throat> Excuse me. It's like anything else. It's a process, right? Like, we have to learn. We have to learn the hard way. We have to learn uh, the, I got to do it myself first. Figure that shit out. That's just, we're human. They're human too. I don't know why I would expect anything different. So, you know, but hey, uh, you know, try to be the example. I try to do better <clears throat> and live the example, be the example so they see it and, you know, catch the habits as opposed to, you know, telling them the habits because they don't listen to us. Hell, they watch what we do, though. Those little creepers, little creepy ass punks. That's funny. Uh, I call them creepers all the time, and Livy just rolls her eyes at me. 
but that's okay. At least she still talks to me for now. I mean, we're broaching 10 years old here in a couple months and dude, she just like fucking shot up again. I swear to God, this girl's going to be looking in the eye, looking me in the eye before her brother did. Ugh, I'm not ready. I'm not ready for middle school next year. And I still think like putting fifth grade kids in middle school is a stupid ass idea for any of you educators or school board people or superintendent or whatever who makes those decisions for the school. Putting fifth graders in with middle schoolers is a dumbass idea. It just is. They're why why have them have the the worst most difficult portion of their life? Why add an extra year of that? That's fucking stupid. I hate that. I hate that fifth grade is it middle school. It's horrible. They should still be in elementary school. That's my my stance and I'm sticking to it. I'm sure there's some stupid reason as to why they changed that. I don't even know when they changed it, but it's it those kids need an extra year to not be subjected to the bullshit of middle school. They just don't. Ugh, it's disgusting and I'm Middle school, 6th, 7th, and 8th grade were the worst three fucking years of my life. It was terrible. And I know, like, I work with middle schoolers, right? You know, I coach some middle schoolers, and I have done some mentoring of some middle schoolers. And I had a middle schooler, and good God, I was scared. I was afraid we weren't going to make it. And, and so let's just add another year of that misery to these kids' lives. How does that make any sense? It doesn't. Oh, God. Like, let them be kids for a little while longer, please. For real. Anyways. I'll get off that. My soapbox. I'll step down from the soapbox now. So, um, speaking of, like, I'm circling back here to goals for 2023. You know, I talked about uh, doing emergence with Dusty here and the first weekend in December and setting targets and goals for 2023 and like sitting here wallowing in my brokenness in this boot I pulled back out my um what I had written down for my goals for 2023 because like I plan I have to plan my race schedule pretty far in advance I mean I can pick up like a half marathon or you know a shorter distance race or something like that no problem. But like the bigger ones and the more difficult ones, I, I need to plan those out because it's a fucking time commitment. And I have on here one trail half marathon, which is already booked. I'm doing Loud Thunder and I do believe it's April 15th. It's over in Illinois someplace. I can't remember exactly where it's at, but it's actual trails like with some elevation and some technical running. And I'm kind of excited about that because I would like to do more of that. Um, one full marathon. I'm not sure where that one's going to be. I'm pretty sure I'm going to do the Des Moines marathon. I think the IMT Des Moines marathon. I think I may run a later season race with Amy if she is up for it. I don't know. She's talking about going to the Dakotas. We've been looking, kind of talking a little bit. Her, um, her, she's been struggling with some battling some injuries as well. So, She's not 100% sure if she's going to be able to do a full this year or what her 
capabilities are going to be. So that one's kind of up in there. That might be a last-minute type thing. Um, book a 70.3. I still haven't done the full 70.3 distance. I need to do that. I know I can do it. Um, cause you know, the thing with it, the big question for me was the swim. Can I do it? So what I've been looking at maybe like Wisconsin, which is in September or Muncie, which is in October, um, and actually doing one next year, but I have to at least book one for next year for 2023, at least get a, a, a race on the schedule, whether it's 2024 or 2023, that's up in the air, but I have to at least get it booked. I got to figure that out. I don't know. It's kind of up in the air. Um, back to 4am wake ups every day. Um, maybe not Sundays, but <laughs> sometimes you just need a day to sleep in. But back during the week, I, I've gotten off of my regular 4am wake up and I'm sluggish in the morning when I don't get up early like that on a, on a regular basis. It's been very inconsistent. So back to 4am wake up times. And like part of that is out of necessity to get, you know, time on the bike trainer in, you know, those, those trainer rides and getting, um, workouts in early in the morning before anybody else is out of bed. It is so much more efficient and works so much better for me to get that shit done right out the gate. Get up at four, grab my coffee, throw my shoes on or, you know, get on the trainer, whatever, and get a workout in before the rest of my house has to get out of bed. And then I'm showered and get everybody up and go. Um, Tuesdays and Thursdays, I still teach spin class in the morning. So obviously I won't be getting on the trainer before I go to that. Probably not anyways. I don't know. Maybe I might, but, um, you know, going back to that 4am wake up call on a regular basis, which means eight o'clock bedtime. <laughs> Cause I need my sleep. Like I'm not staying, I'm not, I'm not about staying up until midnight and then getting back up at 4am. Fuck that. I went to bed. I could not sleep on Monday night. Why? I don't know. But it was 11 o'clock and my alarm went off at four because I had spin and I get up at four so I can like get my shit together for the day, yada, 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 and then teach spin at six. And I just, I like that extra cush time before spin class in the morning. Do I need to get up at four? No. But for my like getting my shit together, I do. So it's, we, I got to get back to that. Um, and then mobility, I have really slacked off on mobility and like stretching routines. And I just, my range of motion is showing that I have not been doing that work. So there's that. Um, some family stuff is in here. Some like meditation, quiet time, a specific amount of time during the week. And then, you know, some business goals and doing some training, um, finishing up the nutrition portion of my NASM training. I really want to have the, the whole course of the NASM course done by the end of the year next year, which is a lot because um, you have to take tests and do that to become certified and all that shit. And there's a lot. So, I mean, I already do like nutrition and fitness training for people. But like, I want that certification to finish that so that it's like, I don't know, 
and maybe it's a maybe it's an ego thing I don't know but I want to get that completely finished by the end of the year that's the that's a big one that's a lot of shit to get done so but like if you don't if you don't put big stuff out there like you're not going to accomplish crap so that's that's my that's kind of like my a lot of my targets for 2023 and it's going to require a lot of work, which is no different than any other day of the week. As far as like a lot of work goes, I don't mind working hard. And it's, it's just part of life. It's just part of who I am. Um, it just is. So I don't know. We'll see how that goes. And there's a couple more things that are on here that I didn't list off, but I don't have to tell everybody everything. Like, you don't want to know all the rest of the shit. You know, if you do, I guess if you want to, like, message me and be like, hey, what are the other things? I'm curious. Or if you, like, want some ideas or you need help with goal setting, you know, or figuring out how to, like, break stuff down. Um, I'm going to, as far as, like, the breaking stuff down, I'm going to refer you out for that because I suck at that. But, like, I can set some big-ass goals and then just, like, Getting that action plan together is where uh, Dusty is super helpful for me because he's way better at that than I am. And that's what a lot of what I get from doing this emergence is that breaking down of the steps. And, you know, it, it requires a plan. And I'm a shitty planner. Okay, no, I'm not a shitty planner. I am, am not the greatest planner yet. <laughs> yet. I'm working on it. I'm working on it. Danielle gave me um, my Christmas gift was The Power List. Uh, she ordered the book, Andy Frisella's book. It's called The Power List. And I'm familiar with it. And I have used it a little bit before, not specifically the hardback book, but that's what she got. Because sometimes like when you have that stuff in your face, those tools are more helpful because it's like sitting there staring at me. Aaron, you have work to do as a, as a physical reminder, you know, of like, you haven't done this and this and this yet. So if you don't have, and it's, it's five critical tasks per day, just five critical tasks. And then like once you, so like a lot of people will be like, workout is one, track your food is another. Like have this thing done for work or make this phone call or that phone call or la, 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 whatever. But once you have those, there's certain things as a regular habit, like you, when you start a new workout program and then it becomes, it's just what you do, then that comes off the power list and something else takes it, takes its place. Like I've been super shitty about tracking my food, um, probably this last month. And I'm telling you guys, I've been all up in my fucking head about this stupid injury and it just throws me off and I've let it and it's my own fault and I only have myself to blame for it because I have been dumb and been a slacker and I just have not done what I know I need to do. And it, so like I put back on there, track your food, all of it. So that's back on my list until it becomes that habit again where it's just automatic and I don't even think about it. I just do it, which like with workouts, I don't think about them. I just do them. Like I will pull a, com a complete workout out of my ass. Like I have little notebooks all over the place and I have, <laughs> I have workouts just scattered all over my desk at home. 
I just make them up or I make them up here. I just write them on the board and I always take a picture of them. That way I can come back to them. And, you know, sometimes I'll tweak them and then make it better or like make a mental note like that fucking sucked. And, you know, maybe we need to make a couple changes here or like that fucking sucks so bad. You need to do that more often. You know, that after action report, I try to make notes on my workouts so I know like what to do. I mean, the next time around, whether it was worth a shit or like this was not, not even hard enough. Like you call this a workout, you're pathetic. This was pathetic. So, you know, and I just, I don't, or I'll just get workouts out of the first form app, but I've started to... I probably will start, I, a lot of times I start there, listen to me tripping on my words, Blech. I start there a lot of times and then I will make little tweaks and to suit what I kind of want to focus on. So like if you start writing workouts or trying to figure out what to do, pick an area to focus on and then just do things that focus on that specific area. Like if you want to do um, arms and core or legs and shoulders, or it's chest day or it's back day or push day or pull day or whatever. There's so many different things. I don't follow any regimen week to week to week to week to week. I do recycle a lot of different or a lot of the same moves into different workout sets, but I mean, there's only so much shit you can do, you know, with the equipment that you have. Like, we don't have everything here. We have a lot of stuff here, and we've gained a lot of stuff as we've gone on. But, you know, just trying new things, trying something that's uncomfortable, and, you know, just seeing what happens from it. And sometimes you find stuff that works really well, and you're sore for like three days. That's successful. <laughs> that is a successful workout. Like, if you are, if you're sore for a few days, after that workout you just did, that's a good thing. Soreness is a good thing. And then make sure you're feeding your muscles properly. Don't be starving yourself because there's a no purpose in killing yourself in a workout and not giving yourself the food it needs to rebuild what you just destroyed. Right? I mean, that's just the, the most stripped down way I can explain it. Because if you're not fucking eating, then you're just, it's a vicious circle. You're just chasing your tail. So that's, that's something. And eating properly, not just, not just like snacky food and not just like I filled your stocking full of candy type thing. Because <laughs> that's not, that's not giving yourself fuel. Like food is fuel. And when we, when you can get over that hump of food being enjoyable and food being having to be like so delicious and so good. No, it's gas in the tank, dude. It, that's what it is. And the sooner that you can get your head wrapped around it being gas in the tank, the better off you're going to be. Like it's because you remove that emotional attachment to it. And how many of us are emotional eaters? Like I'll sit down and I will eat whatever if I I mean I'm an emotional eater I'm not above that like I am too and removing the emotion 
from our food or the how we like I don't even know how to say that but if you can detach from that feel good thing because food makes us feel good because it releases dopamine blah blah blah, blah all the all the scientific chemical brain shit if we can get past that and remind ourselves why we need this because we need it like starving to death is a thing so you know we need it <laughs> to live um if we can make that connection to getting stronger you need this and this and this and this and not this other garbage then that that makes it so much easier it just it really does it simplifies things so much and that's why a lot of times I eat so simply like I'll have I could like you guys I could live on grilled chicken breasts and broccoli or green beans or asparagus or whatever other veggie insert here like for real I could I mean, I eat romaine, lettuce, and the sweet and spicy tuna packs pretty much every day for lunch when I'm here. I've been like off my regular normal stuff for the last couple weeks with, or this last week with being home. And I need that regular routine because I just get all fucked up when I'm not on my regular routine because I have to think about it. If I don't have to think about it, then I'm just on autopilot and I do really well. But if I have to think about it or like, I'm just, I'm a mess. I just, I can't do it. I'm a mess. And everything falls apart, falls apart. And when like my family wants something new to try something new, I'm not a chef. Food's gas in the tank, man. Like, I I don't give a fuck. I will make like pork steak and sweet potato. It's, it, that, it, that is my that's my habit. That's what works for me. And it's worked really well for me. And then when I go try to do something new, then my macros are all fucked up. And I feel like shit because I've way overloaded on carbs and fats and stuff that's not the proper portions of fuel that I need, then I'm I'm just fucked up and I feel like shit. It's just that simple. So I don't know, I'm a boring eater, <laughs> which is a struggle when it comes to being married to somebody who like watches fucking Hell's Kitchen. It's not its fault. It's just, it makes it difficult because he has all kinds of really awesome ideas. And like, I think sometimes he expects me to see things the same way. And I don't <laughs> like, I, he, it would be great if he would just cook all the time, but then I'd weigh 300 pounds. So that would be bad shit. Love you, babe. But yeah. And he does, Eric is a really good cook. He really is. I just have to be careful what I consume of what he makes because sometimes it's a little bit excessive in the um, department that shouldn't be excessive. <laughs> and I don't even know if it's making any sense. I feel like I'm just blabbering. But whatever, whatever, whatever. So, anyways, I don't know. Food is. To, to me, if I can keep it simple, then I don't have to think about it. And it doesn't, it like makes my brain fucking light on fire and start smoking. If I have to think too hard or follow a recipe. I hate following recipes. I hate measuring shit. Um, I just want to throw stuff in a pan and call it good. And a lot of times that's how I've made some of the best things that I've made. 
I don't write that shit down. So it's like a one and done deal. If I try to recreate it, it ain't happening. Sorry. Hopefully you didn't miss it. <laughs> uh, the chicken, the seafood enchiladas. I made seafood enchiladas one time and they were so amazingly good. Have I ever been able to repeat that? Nope. Not even close. Not even close. And I have no idea how I did it. None. Clueless. It's a lost cause. Totally a lost cause. <laughs> so if you ever have seafood enchiladas at my house, they're probably going to suck. So, because at one time I did it and they were amazing. And now they're just bad. Just bad. I'll tell you. <laughs> I'm not a chef. Just give me a, give me a grilled chicken breast or a steak and and a, a veggie for a side, and I'm I'm a happy camper. <laughs> Keep it simple, stupid. That's that's it. That it that works for me. Keep it simple, stupid. So even with meal prep, I could eat the same shit all week. Oh wait, I do, I do, I do. It's great. I love it. Oh, so anyways, all right. I'm gonna shut up now because I'm like verbally vomiting all over you for forty some minutes. <clears throat> and uh, I should probably let you go if anybody actually listened this far. Kudos. Thank you. I appreciate you. Oh, mm, before I go, <clears throat> if you are, um, here's something that has been, that is a struggle. And I know that I'm not the only one that struggles with this is, um, finding clothes that are not garbage. And <laughs> like you go to find, <clears throat> An outfit, right? Like, what are our options anymore? You have to order shit online, pretty much, because there's, like, hardly any place around here that carries any amount of clothing that, like, has options. And if they do, it either sucks or it's, like, redonkulously expensive. So um, I have a friend. Her name is Amy Weber, and she has started an online boutique in she, I know she's going to hear this and she's going to be like, oh, but for real. Okay. It's called Simply Amy Boutique. She has a Facebook page and she is just the funniest. Oh my God. I freaking love her. She's hilarious. So, um, she has started this online boutique and it is growing very rapidly and she is an amazing human being. She has, how many kids do they have? The last one, four, four, right? Yeah. Four, I think. Jack, Mm, I forget the second one's name and then, oh shit. Anyways, whatever. There's four, <laughs> she has four little kids, three boys, one girl. I've known her husband for, oh my gosh, a long time. He drives truck. I met him hauling grain and he is hilarious. But anyways, so if you are like shopping for clothes, you need like work wear or just like, you know, cute casual stuff or business casual or stuff like that, like go look her up. Because I have um, a package. I ordered a cardigan. Yeah, I ordered a cardigan. Ha! Uh, I never have bought a fucking cardigan in my life. I, I feel like this, it, I don't know. I don't know how I feel about this. I was like, do I, do I not? I don't have any sweaters that fit anymore. Like, I have nothing. I have leggings, sports bras, t-shirts, tank tops, and hoodies. Like that's all you guys ever see me in. And I have a couple pairs of blue jeans, but that's about it that I fucking hardly ever wear. 
Like I only wear blue jeans if I have to. Like that's like putting on co- real clothes for me. It's any other time it's leggings and t-shirt or shorts and a tank top or whatever. I own one regular bra. No lie. That fits. Because <laughs> that's the thing too. But if you're looking for, she has some really cute blazers, some, I'm not even going to go all into it, but like check her out if you are shopping for clothes because you just, just trust me, you need to. And this stuff is amazingly adorable. So um, shout out to Simply Amy Boutique, Amy Weber, you are the bomb. And I am so excited. Her, it's grown a lot. And her, uh, inner, she's so funny. She's just one of those people that has the personality to do what she's doing and do it well because she's entertaining and she's just real and shares some of the ugly mom truths. Like you totally, if you're a mom, you're going to be like, oh my God, I feel you. (laughs) It's just, it's just life, man. It's just life. She's one of the most authentic people I know and I love her to pieces. So shout out to my friend, Amy. And um, if you're shopping, go check her out. Um, I will put a link for her Facebook page in the show notes so you can just like click it and go. Yeah, and make it that easy. So, all right. Well, happy Thursday to you, my friends. Have a good Friday and a really kick-ass New Year's. So I will not probably be talking to you until after the New Year because... Um, yeah, because I probably am not gonna. It's the one, one this week and I'm like fucking rambling like a maniac. Oh my God. I need to get my, my ish, my poop in a group. So that's it. I'm going to bounce. Keep the dirty side down and I will catch you on the flip side. Thanks for listening today. I appreciate you guys so much. Really, honestly, I do. Have a kick-ass day.